0: Yofi, this is going to be the last year that we're together for before the last year of the year, Tav Shem Pei Bet, Tafshin Pei Gimel, should come, uh, uh, someone gave me a, uh, a great bracha, uh, not a bracha, they sent just a beautiful wish, uh, may may Shem Pei Gimel simply, uh, simply be a year of living in a state of wonderment, there should be a wonder, Pele, there should be Wonderment. So a lot of pele and a lot of whatever this year has been. All the brachas. Thank you, Hashem. All the tzaras. Thank you, Hashem. Aval chalas. It was cute and sweet. So that's really what I wanted to talk to you about. I wanted to speak a little bit about this concept of good and sweet. It should be good and sweet. Every year when we uh, when we begin the, the new year, we say, uh, you know, shana tova metukah. We say every year. Why tova and metukah? Uh, like just like Rabbi Shlomo said, some people are good, but they're not so sweet. Some people are sweet, but you know they're not up to that much good. So it should be both good and sweet. There should, should be good and, and sweet happening at the same time, and it doesn't soter. It doesn't contradict one, one another. But I know that everyone has so much in their hearts right now. I know that there's so much yearning and longing to make sure that we're plugged in to receive the Hid of what this New Year is going to bring about. Having a new tzaddik to be learning from Rabbi Tzadok Akrona, Viblin, has been amazing, and we only learned the truth is we only had one shear about his life and then one shear about uh, Rosh Hashanah last week about the Tefillah Chmona, Aser by Yaakov Avinu, and today he's gonna. I, I had found a sefer I must have gone a year, a little tough, shimpe, uh, two years ago, a beautiful sefer of Rabbi Tzadok all about you know Elul, basically Shani and Kippur and Sukkot. And I see that I made some notes when I was learning it last year, so I wanted to, I wanted to delve into it this year, and uh, and see something really, really beautiful about good and sweet, good and sweet, and please have in mind, Bezvat Hashem, all those that are living, people that are living bitterness, that they have bitterness in their life, to wake up in the morning and as much as they know they're supposed to be thankful, emargishim um, mar, emargishim mar. I don't know why. I mean, this keeps on happening in this year where we reference Eviatar songs. I don't know why, but some, there must be a reason. Beans, you know what, You know what? You know what? You know song I'm thinking about? I think there's bitterness, but it should be sweet. There's a song. Um, he says, "Or be or, hamar matok, hamar Light and shade, shade and light, hamar matok. The bitterness becomes sweet. The bitterness becomes sweet." So it's a beautiful song. I think it's called Or B'Tzel, <clears throat> Light in, in, in Shade. So we're going to see something today that I think is going to help us with this concept of Shana And obviously, we're going to go from the beginning, which is the, the, the most famous reference we have for this concept of, you know, sweetness is dip the apple in the honey, right, make a bracha loud and clear. <laughs> <clears throat> you know it's such an American song because it's not Shana Tova Umetuka. It's Shana Tova Umesuka. And I felt so guilty last night when I was with this chaver and uh, this Israeli really It was really all Israeli chaver in my in uh, this beautiful evening that, we, that I was part of in uh, Gavna with Rav Dov Zinger and basically Esti and and the family. And I don't know, hundreds of other people. I couldn't believe how many people were, people were there. It's just unbelievable. I wanted to apologize to them for the way that I, I pronounce words because I say it in Ivris sometimes. It's even like the word Avo Elamelech, I say Avo Elamelech. The Dagesh is on Avo Elamelech, whatever. You know, by the way, when the, when the Israelis, when people made Aliyah in the, after 1948, so there was a lot of zmirot of Shabbat that you could tell when they were written based on the way that the pronunciation goes. Just to just a side note, I, I, I uh, someone explained this to me one time. For instance, we sing the American chavrusa sing Yomze I Mikoyamim. Okay, what kind of pronunciation is that? Is that more ama- that's Saf, That's Ashkenazis, right? Then the Israelis came, and they realized, you know, we got to leave Poland in the back, and now we have to sing zmirot, that the songs fit in, uh, you know. Good morning, Mora. Uh, <laughs> we should stand up. They have to come up with zmirot that are more shayach for hava'ra ivrit. So what's the more modern yom mechubad? Yom mechubad mi kol yamim. Kivosha <speaking in the middle> that's the real way it's, <speaking in the middle> it's like a don't you do dare go suffer. and sometimes when people lead in shul, they're like um off like One. the whole chevra is like singing like the, the, the dagesh on right. a certain right. part of the word and the, the like the balcony. That's also how they pronounce the, else, the right? A little bit. A little bit, no. Okay. Now you came up with a new way. Which Oh, yeah, yeah. So Tiferet at the Shabbos table and starting, starting to get to her. My Sufs are starting to get to her. So we went Yemenite. Do you know what that is? Do you, know, you know what the Yemenite is? Tiferet? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no, no. That came up. So she looked up and. <laughs> Tiferet, yeah. It's Shabbos, yeah. Chaim David went into that for like two albums, but he realized he's also struggling. Yeah, yeah, I'm He does that. It was bchavana. He did it, He told me. And did you could you, could you tell? Did I can. I, I can. Ch- ch- ah, ch- no, 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 no. But there was a guy in Hamiftar with us that did that. He spoke in Suf, but his Het was hit, and his Ain was Ain, but his Sufs were Suf. Mm-hmm. Talk about like... <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Anyway, I don't want to be Mabulbal, I want to be just saying shana Look what happened. Shana to- shana Let's start. <laughs> I bless us all to laugh a lot this coming here. <laughs> it's amazing. You could have just said, just a sweet minhag because like, of it, they don't... Don't start giving drushes on, on a simple bracha. Shana tova u metuka. Just let it be. But no, everything in our tradition is like darshan. Okay, what's the, deep, what's, what's the real meaning of it? What does it really mean? And there's so much we could say right now about the words tova, metuka. There's so much we could say about apples, honey, and we'll, we'll, we're not going to say everything. We'll say a little bit about it. But the, before we even talk about apples and honey, good and sweetness... I want to focus on the beginning of the Hirats on Shettechadesh. Okay? Shettechadesh. Okay. Emuna is that I believe whether I feel it or not, newness is coming into the air. Whether I feel it or not. And that's a that's an important key. That's Emuna. Emuna isn't I feel it, therefore I know. Emuna is I believe this is happening whether I feel it or not. We hate that. Because we want to feel it. No. Immuna is a whether I realize it or not. Inyan What does it mean that there's a renewal of a year? Who? Every shabbat, every new every new month, every chodesh in the year has its own holiness every single Shabbos and every month in accordance to its Bechina. And we usually tune into this regarding already Birkat Chodesh. When we bless the new month, it's already in the air, but you all know the famous teaching of the Baal Shem Tov that there is no Shabbos Mevarchim Tishrei. Right? You ever notice there's Shabbos Mevarchim every month? But there's no Shabbos Mevarchim Tishrei, right? So the famous Torah from the Baal Shem Tov, the Magid brings this down, is that <coughs> the way I Kind of made it into my own words is like this: When you love someone so much, then are there really enough words that you can, are there are enough words for you to express what you want to wish for them? Like as much as we want to wish each other good things, it's there are moments where it's like I can't even I, I don't even have words to tell you what I really wish for you this year. So it's me'alu me'ever. So therefore, there can't be Shabbos Mivarchim Tishrei because what God wants to give us is. Sometimes it's just ends. sh'tika, sh'ti, the only way we can receive it is by not even trying to put it into words. But the Alter Revi says, Hashem Yisbarach Himself is doing Shabbos mevarachim Tishrei. How? The Parsha. What word the Alter Revi brings us down? In the name of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh in the Maggit, he says, Atem Nitzavim Hayom Kulchem lifnei Hashem l'keichem. That's Shabbos M'varachim Tishrei, that the way to receive the Shefa and the Bracha that I want to give you, which is beyond words, <laughs> you're all standing up there, strong, you're stronger than you could have ever imagined. Had you have, If I told you in the beginning of the year you'd go through this, this, and this, you'd probably say there's no way I'd be standing on my two feet by the end of the year. Each person in their own, with their own Gesheft Hashem would have told us, You're going to go through this, you're going to go through this, you're going to go through this this year. You'd say, Are you kidding me? You think I'm going to stand on my own two feet by the end of the year? And then, Yet, Shabbos Mavarchim Tishrei, Hashem comes and says, Atem Nitzavim. Look at you. You're standing on your own two feet. Remember, to give you koach for whatever you have to go through next year, for for your own tikkun. You're standing on your own two feet. You're infinitely stronger than whatever you, whatever however much you thought you were strong. So that's a that's, that's the bracha of all brachas. That's Shabbos Mevarchim Tishrei. So that the Rebbe says, Reb Tzadok says, every month, every every Shabbos, not just every month, every Shabbos has this inyan of hachas. Okay. When the second line of the second paragraph, ube'agiyah hayom tov shel rosh shana. So when the Shana comes, as nitzchatsim mi-hadash kedushat kol azmanim al ha-shana ba'ah, to ashpia mi-hadash ki bereishit habriah. If that's true, that this hitchatsut happens every month, every Shabbos, the headquarters for all the newness which told which which will take place beisrata Hashem this coming year, it's all bound up into one like we said on Sunday, not really one day, one long 48-hour day. Yoma arihta So that, that, that basically means all the newness that will take place this coming year, I mean, no pressure, but you gotta like let go of any expectations and just allow the Shef of Hitchhatshut to flow through you. Because it's happening whether we like it or not, the only Shaila is, how much am I gonna be in tune with it? All the Hitchhatshut, all the newness that's going to happen this coming year, it all flows through one gate, Lechatchila, and that gate is called Rosh Hashanah. I once learned something similar with, with a few chevah that are musicians, and they were basically saying it's the hardest day of the year for them because everyone wants new nigunim. Everyone wants new songs. It's like, the, you know, everyone wants a shefa, a bitchatshut, of Olam Hanigun. And basically, like all the... It's true about everything with Children, everything, but the shefa of nigunim is also brand new. Comes in like it never happened before through Rosh Hashanah. The shefa of anything good, okay. The shefa of really of anything, everything should be for good, okay. Like the beginning of creation, where what was the first Rosh Hashanah? What was the first Rosh Hashanah? Creation of Adam. Creation of Adam. That was all new. That was the beginning of anything. That happens again with the blowing of the shofar, Hashem blowing. Life into Admarishon, the renewal of everything. Belachen, third paragraph. Nikra zikaron It's interesting. Therefore this is called Yomazikaron. Memory usually refers to something that's in the past, right? It's weird by us Yom Zikaron, but we're not talking about last year, Rosh Hashanah. Actually, we're talking about next year. So Yom Zikaron means Hashem is going to bring this inion of, I want to instill within you the memory that right now you're feeling everything that you're feeling, and I'm going to remind you all year long, it came through the Shefa of this new year. So Yom HaZikaron here plays a role for the future. It's a weird thing. Like last night, Rabbi Yossi Fruman said something so wild. Him and Rev Dov Zinger were in conversation and they were talking about what do you remember? What do you remember? Do you remember your beginnings? Because he it was today, remembering your you know, your beginnings. He said, he he says, and it's amazing what kind of era we're living in and, in and what area we're living in, that when he said the following statement, no one thought he was crazy or freaked out. Where he said he actually remembers before he was here. That he remembers the world before he was part of it. So in certain circles, He'd, he'd been labeled insane. <laughs> In certain circles, certain he'll just be labeled someone that's very much into uh, transformative medicines, <laughs> right? Or, and yet, this holy chav right here is sitting there listening, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Sure. What's yeah. the zikaron? is not just what was. zikaron is also. Taking with us, like into the future, the, a future memory. It's a weird thing. It's basically transcending time and space. We're not going to go into that right now. We say that in in davening. We say it in kiddush. Your word, Hashem, our King, is true, and it exists forever. Haynu Hashem, the word of God. What word is he referring to? Naase Adam. Let's create people. Let's have creations. The Ma'amarot, the utterances of creation, Yehi or Yehi Rakia All the words of Hashem when He said, "Let's create the world." Dvarcha emet; those words are true, veKayam laAd, and they exist forever. The words of Hashem to create, to renew, to bring life, to do something. Dvar shana It's not just that God's word of "Let us create man" was a one-time shot, and it remains true that we could say forever, Hashem. Your word, your, your, your tzivui to create us, that to make us be born, is true and we're still alive. And even those that aren't physically alive, their zecher is alive every year. No, that's not it either. He reptzodika koin is saying something really amazing right now. He's saying, when God said yehi or, when God said, uh, basically, it's not really yehi or over here, because it's, it's Rosh Hashanah of man, na'aseh adam, the tzadikim saying if you have the proper ears, when you hear the shofar blowing, you really hear Hashem saying right now, Na Adam betzalmenu Right now. And it's not talking about new babies, although that's Bishat Tobam. I'm talking about us. Us. Naase Adam, we become Part of that Hashem, Dvarcha Emet, your word is true Hashem. When you said Nase Adam, that happens again on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim. Sorry, on Rosh Hashanah. Dvarcha Emet, the Kayam La'ad. It exists forever. We give testimony to the fact that we're becoming new. Those are our words that we say in Davening and in Kiddush. Dvarcha Malkenu Emet, the Kayam La'ad. Sorry? Adam no, there and Emmet. I'm no, sure no, in some no, 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 listen no. I was in Bada'in last night yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is I don't know why everyone's laughing of course it is <laughs> Adam anyway. right it's all <laughs> Adam and Emmet. The, the truth is there's a whole tar on what you just said <laughs> but huh that <laughs> 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 it's there it's, it's there don't be sorry no, this is probably the only place here you could say that and still get Shabbos invite after you know <laughs> afterwards. Okay, the Alze. But can I just ask so. a question? Is he saying that like you know we always we we always are remembering that Hashem is creating us every single second? So is this like the idea of like that every year on Rosh Hashanah we get the like the energy to do that kind of to do what to remember that every that that Hashem is that's Shlav Aleph Shlav Bet is not the energy to remember it's the energy to become mm-hmm. remembering so is one thing becoming what I'm remembering is the point isn't, isn't that connected to what the Baal said memory is the key to redemption who said this? Baal the Baal Shem said memory is, the key, is the key to redemption if we remember who our soul is we remember our connection if we remember redemption. who we are and and it's it's that's beautiful memory. That's beautiful. Memory is the key to redemption. You know what? I have... I'm going to read it from here. I have one. more. Okay. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. I just have to see where we stopped. You know where we stopped? The Ve'alzeh. Yeah. Okay. Anu mevakshim, hashana le'tova. So now we're asking Hashem. Renew our year for the good. What does the Reb say that means? Litova. haenu sheyitchadesh li beinu bechol ha'inyanim, liitnehek b'hem b'derekh atov. Shulki etzon Hashem itbarach al piderekh atola. K'mosh sheneemru, k'mosh sheneemar imru tzedik kitov. This seems to be a very simple statement that we're asking Hashem renew our year, renew our hearts with all the matters to act with them, letovah in the right way. What's the right way? What you want, Hashem. May I act the way that you want, Hashemit Torah, In accordance to the way that Torah is. And he brings a pasuk here from Yeshaya Navi, which is going to play a very big role in a few minutes. Mm-hmm. Imru tzaddik ki tov. Say to it, say it tzaddik, that he is good. So there's something I wanted to discuss okay. right now to understand. Remember, Reb tzaddik hakoyan, his Torahs are very, these are not vorts. These are binyanim. These are buildings. These are literally buildings. If I asked you right now to give me a definition of the word tov, what would... Give a few possibilities for that. Good. Huh? Good. So what does it mean, שתחדש עלינו שנה טובה? Peaceful. Peaceful. What else? Light. Filled with light. Filled with light. Nice. Positive. Wow. Positive. Okay, hold on to that one. What else? Just to receive. Yeah. yeah? And like, also like acceptance. Acceptance. Shana Tova Very Shana Tova. Very good. What else is Tov? Connections. Chibur. Being close to you is Tov, based on what David HaMelech says. V'Ani Kirva Telukim Li David HaMelech gives us a definition of Shana Tova. Well, shana Tova means Kirva. I think we that's what you said. Said. all the principle, right? Health and what... Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Everyone's always nervous to just say those Simple things, even though it's like, yeah, I, you know. terrifying, because good and bad are just what base everything else on. Nachon. You Nachon. Nachon, nachon. Now, a year that we live with, them, with with emuna, and I think that that's really what you're, kind of what you're connecting to, is that when you say Shana Tova, and there's going to be hit chachut of all the good in the world, the Shut is, is that what Ilana had said together with what you said, Shira, is kind of the dance between the two. And that is, the, you said positive, and you said basically embracing, acceptance, nakhon So this is a very, very, very deep concept that Rav is going to bring us to. The gates of Hitchat on Rosh Hashanah is that while it's true, everything should be good, it should be a good, sweet year, but the truth is we don't talk about that during the evening at all there's no, the tefillahs of Rosh Hashanah are not asking those things from Hashem Baruch Hu bless you. They're asked, it's may about Hashem, may your malchut be in the world. May your kingdom reign. And may we be under your kingdom and feel it and see it. So I want to tie this together. To live in a world where Hashem's malchut is what prevails, is that whatever I go through, whatever it is I'm going to go through, yes, it should be good. But again, Setting yourself up for a year that's dependent on our understanding of good, you're out of the picture before you even started. Gamarno. You're done. You're toast. It's not even. It's not the point. Malachim live like that. It's not our that's not our bag. Setting myself up for Hitchhut of the new year through the realm of embracing Hashem's Malchut. While maintaining a positive attitude towards whatever happens, is the greatest, greatest tov that a person can reach in this world, in this world, in this world, in this in this world of 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 tovara right? And then, of course, it's light. then it becomes light, you know. Then it becomes, and then it becomes what Esti says, which is then you feel, that then it's a chibur, then it's a connection. You know, the most spiritual people that I know. I wouldn't say about their lives, it's like, oh, they have a good life, the way we talk about good lives. But they have the greatest life. They have the greatest life because it's filled with the acceptance, the embracing together with the overall positive attitude towards whatever is going to happen. And that's a very, very important thing for us to understand how Reb Tzadok is going to develop this concept of shamat tova umetuka. Again, a positive year. Hold on. What does positive mean? Good year. Uh, yeah, I think it's a yishtadlut. It's a yishtadlut, nakhon. But don't put any tna'im on Hashem. Don't put on the, in the back. Sometimes in the back, in the back of a lot of our tefillas, it's almost like saying, "This I know, Hashem, that this is good. So please make, make this happen." So. Sometimes, like, Reb Tzedek has another Torah that when you say that, Hashem kind of answers back. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to interfere with your understanding of what's good. Don't interfere with mine. We'll have a, you know, third-cousin relationship, and it'll be fine. So Reb Tzedek is pushing the envelope. He's mamash. Again, he's a of the Ishbetzer. Of course, he's going to say these some, some very far-out things. The ish again, is like, I'm going to... bezrat Hashem, the chef of all the good... That's why in Labavitch they're so big on saying, han that the good should be something that's seen and revealed. If Tzaddok learned the Altar Ebi, he was not Chabad. So he wasn't. He wasn't. Someone will say, would you say something? I am just going to say that, just that. But that's the difference. <clears throat> we're asking for a tov, we're asking for a revealed. revealed. Right. Or for right. the to for what's Tov in it to be revealed to us, right? As the way we understand. That's it. beautiful, but that happens through the embracing and positivity. That can happen. The nigleh, the niggle, the good that's in here, which we have to believe is in here, it it finds a way to kind of blossom forth when I maintain this. Okay, Hashem, I'm taking this in, and I'm gonna stay positive about whatever's going on right now. During, in, 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 in the fact, while it's happening. What is Hidhach? I don't understand Hidhach. The word, the word renewal? Yeah. Oh, chadash? Yeah, what do you mean by that? Like, what does that mean? Like, uh, it's not what I mean. It's that Hashem yeah. created the world one time. That means there was nothing. Then there was something. And what we we're saying, look, when we apply to ourselves, like, what are we asking for? What are we saying? Like, We're asking ourselves, blessing each other with Hidhach. The truth is we don't, we don't bless each other with any tchatshut. We bless each other with shana tova metuka. is a process that's happening whether we feel it or not, of the renewal of creation. On the day that Hashem said, let there be man. I mean, it's a very big, big, big world where you're opening up right now, but on a pshat level, renewal is happening whether I like it or not. Feeling good about what's happening is not happening whether I like it or not. That's my, that's, where I, that's where I show up. Maintaining this balances that we're speaking about—that's the avodah. That's my avodah. That's more what I'm davening for, Moshe Hashanah and Yom Kippur, to be aligned with Hashem's malchut in the world. Like we had said in She'er two weeks ago in the Sunday (coughs) She'er, again quoting Evyatar, Hamalachat Hashem is Mm -hmm. accepting your parents are growing old. Mm -hmm. You know, seeing your parents getting old, Mm -hmm. accepting things that are teva, are are pitava, but in your mind it's Mm -hmm. painful. But that's the way Hashem designed the world: creation of man, renewal of man, the hala and the galgal misdaviv. Okay, I know we're, we're we're going really out there. I want to I want to go back inside. Now, the last puzzle he quoted from Yishayahu Navi alludes to the fact that a tzaddik lives a life of tov. Now, let me ask you a question. I mean, tell me if I'm crazy. Most tzaddikim that I know have miserable lives. Or, no, so no, been not been miserable Hacking. lives, very hard lives. Yeah. But so they may have been happy. Ah, so let's see what let's see what's going on over here. Imru tzadik kitov. Tzadik knows somehow what Tov is. Kitov. He has Tov in him. Tzadik. <coughs> tzadik is someone. He guards his ways to walk in. He, she, whatever you need to fill in over here. They guard their ways while they're walking in the streets of the world to walk in the right and straight path before Hashem. and here's the kicker. Gam im Eino Margish Otam Umetikut Reb Tzadok's definition of a tzaddik is different than anyone else's that I've ever seen. Because what is he saying over here right now? Zahava. Not dafka what you just said. It's but it's okay because I, I usually have the same approach. He said like this: Itzadik is someone that is basically living in a state of kabbalat ol malchut shamayim, mm-hmm. that they're receiving upon themselves the yoke of heaven. But what does that not necessarily mean? That they feel it. That they feel it. But they just keep it. going. But they keep on. But they keep on going. Not not because like um, whatever shows, you know, you just got to keep on going. Not, not, not in that, like, ignorant, not ignorant, but like, not connected way. Their avoda is? They're accepting whatever has dec- decreed for them at that moment. And they're shalem they're with it. it. And they're accepting, Ilana, embracing. their shalem with it. And that's a peaceful life. And they're even staying positive, even though they don't taste it. Even though they don't taste it. Usually you say a tzaddik, he has bad things happen to them, and what? He's living in a higher world where he doesn't, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't respond, he doesn't react the way that most people react to when bad things go wrong, they, they know how to like live uh, you know, in, in a higher world. I think a lot about the tzaddik from Brestov that we're very connected to, Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter. Now, Rav Yaakov Meir Shechter today is in his mid-90s. Hashem should give him long years and good health. And this tzaddik went through Gehenom, Gehenom, Gehenom where he, between, I think, unfortunately, bearing a child and also having a daughter, I think one, maybe more than one child, having a daughter that was Necha uh, um, from a very young age, but living on like the third or fourth floor and walking her up in a wheelchair to, the, to their apartment because that's all they could afford on this top floor and many other heavy things about him, right? So when you look at the letters that he writes when he's younger... He always apologizes to people for not responding sooner. It's just that Rabu alayhatsarot. Mm-hmm. I have so much tsaras that are that are happening to me. Is that a tzaddik or can you say a tzaddik shetovlo? So there's too many. So how do we know? What Lodeh, I'm that not that even. I'm not going into those. Lo I'm not. That's <laughs> not. Yeah, could be. I just. I can't start going into there. But what a tzaddik a koin says like this, a tzaddik. And we say on tzadikim. This <laughs> is what we say. So what does that mean right now? What does it mean when we say we should be zolkhet to be written in the books of the tzadikim? no, thank you. Well, no, no, no. It doesn't just mean we should be zolkhet to be written in the books of the tzadikim because they suffer. <laughs> then I'd say, no, thank you. No, they, no. They, don't, they don't have faith in it's like the fact that you know you're alive they know that Like, mm. that's what a blessing is that you don't question that ever they just live with it even if they don't feel it this is so much more and that's reachable. the deepest thing what's that? this is so much more reachable and identifiable it's a lot more it's a lot less lofty to get to an acceptance even though sorry I have many friends over the years that have something that happened to me God you it list to me Bidiuk, bidiuk. But to be able to accept it, right? The tzaddik's not ignoring. Right, he's, not ignoring. Saying, he's, he's, he's not ignoring. He's, he's not. He's not ignoring. Nachon. That that's there. Nahon. That's... Now, what, what? What do they know? Like, what were you saying? What? Do, what is it that they know? What's the daat that tzaddik knows? The daat. If this is just my interpretation, because it's very good what you're saying, the daat that the tzaddik knows that we're asking Hashem to be written into is that. This, this world is temporary. There's a whole reality which is the real reality, where I don't need to know. Not know. These are things that are way beyond the need for to have things to like, you know, to mesh and to feel right. It's so much deeper. It's so much deeper than any of this. You know, there's. Do you mind just grabbing a few chairs in the back, so the tzaddik knows that one day everything that he wishes he could feel in order to understand how it's all good it will happen it's just not happening yet because we're not they're not they're not like hazman lo time is not limiting them and it's okay to call them saro and it's okay to be you know and that's a very healthy thing and that's a very healthy thing, because usually there's this guilt. Right. How could you say it's Tzara? So call from Hashem. Well, you see, Rav Tzadik is speaking. He's a very... It, that's why I'm, starting, I'm falling in love with this Tzadik, because it's, I feel he's so... Even though his life seems so non-relatable, <laughs> what he, his experiences of life and what he did with it feels so relatable. I'll go back to a story I say every year around this time. It's an important story about the secret of borrowed time. Do you remember this story? I, I just shared it with the man uh, the other week. And I, it's like, it's one of these stories where I'm always like nervous. Ash, oh, I say it, I already said it once. And then I'm like, I remember of Natan Siegel, my rabbi in Amiftar, who one morning he came to Yeshiva and he said an amazing story. And it was the first week of Yeshiva. He was one of the first rabbis that I met when I was in here in Amiftar, And I was like, I thought, that he, I thought that he was the face of the ish. He wasn't. He was, he was, but, but I was so excited, like, oh my God. This is what the Yish was like. He gets up in the morning and says, the most far-out chosidish tale. So that was on a Monday morning. Monday night after Marev, he gets up before the Amad, and he says the exact same story. And we're all looking. You know when you're so, like, uncomfortable, so you start <laughs> looking down? So the whole base manager started looking down, saying, Oh my God, when is he going to realize that he said this <laughs> this morning? And then he ends, he says, now I know what you're all thinking. Siegel definitely lost all his marbles today, right? He said it. I love it. If you know him, you could imagine him saying this. He said, now I know what you're all saying. Siegel for sure lost all his marbles today. But if you think that a Hasidish tale is meant to be told once, and now you know it, welcome to Eitz A Hasidish tale is Eitz it's a Chaim you could hear the same thing over and over and over again and hear and feel something different from it ok so why am I saying this now and this is a bracha for all of us one year in Oman a few years after Ibn Nachman died there was a famous Rebbe Avram, Avram Chaim who that year he was, he was the Baal Tfilah every year and that year no one knew if he was going to go up and go to the Ahmed why? because that year Nebuchadnezzar he buried two sons and who remembers this story? You remember? you remember it? Anyone else? It's a very, very chasuv story. Very chasuv. Very, very important story. So he goes up. Uh, so they don't know what's going to be because they didn't take away the you know an Avel Usually shouldn't be about and on yomim noraim and and rosh chodesh. But the thing is, bless you, is that uh, the the for children is different than it is for uh, for parents. Whatever. Not, that's not not, not not the Indian so they don't know if he's going to come in and be about tefillah or not they're starting to make all you know okay can you if he doesn't go up to the Ahmed can you do this can you do this Reb Nassim's there this is in the Cloyes in Uman and finally he walks in and everyone's so nervous and he walks in and he goes right up to the Ahmed and he gives a, ah, mama, 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 like never before and they daven he davens such a tefillah not only like it was before he went to his tzaras, but with even more of this malchut feeling in the room. Malchut. Not happy or sad. Malchut. Hashem is king. Baal After davening, one of the Hasidim had enough guts to go up to him and say, to him, We have a shayla for you. How could this be? We weren't even sure you were going to go up and be this year. Ech and he said to them the following statement, which is true to and to each and every one of us on our own level. He said, "Look, a yid that believes in a person that believes in Hashem, he believes there will be a a, a time and place which is not here, where it'll be clear to them exactly why they had to go through every single thing they ever went through. That, it's gonna be that that's Emunah, that's Olama haemet, right?" This whole temporary business is the illusions, it's bruch Hashem, it's getting less and less thick, I feel like. The illusion is fading away more and more, because we're becoming more and more anashim p'nimi'im, you know, inside people that are looking at life on the inside. So this yid said, one day it's going to be crystal clear to me why I had to bury two sons, why I had to go through what I have to go through. So what I did was, I said, well, I'm just going to borrow time from the future where I know that's going to be my reality. I'm going to borrow it now and use it for now. If they want to lenakot, that means like if they want to deduct from my time of clarity and acceptance, then shehlem labriyot. But I needed that in order to be chazen tonight and to continue living. I needed that to continue living. Now, why is that so true for each and every one of us? Because, you know, every one of us has Tzorot. Every one of us has Simchas. Every one of us has both, all the time. A tzaddik is someone that even if he's not feeling it, knows, I think this is why, why I said this story, because of what you said, that they have the dot, They know that there is a bigger world where, the, where we will be shown, we won't even care, by the way, we won't even want to know anything then when we have the opportunity to know it. Well, it won't matter. But the tzaddik doesn't need to feel it to know it. The tzaddik is a da'at. They live with this inner conviction of this is the derech we walk on. And we all know that those that wait in order to feel, to, to get them into their groove, they don't, and it usually ends up bad especially in marriage, it usually ends up bad. Right? I'm going to wait until I feel it to know this is what I want to walk on? Those things don't work. This is the concept of making a brit, of having a bris, between us and a a covenant. Covenant, it means, you know, a tzaddik lives with this covenant. So therefore, Reb Tzaddik is saying over here, "...Gam imeino mergish ba'atzmo otam o'metikut ba'asek ha'kidusha liyot beavodato. I like the end of the statement as well. Reb Tzedek is saying, not only do I not feel the Tam, I also don't feel the Tam, and it's not leading me to simcha. So right now, I'm not a brat. Yeah. Rabbi Nachman will be not happy with me. Even though, you know, Rabbi Tzedek learned Rabbi Nachman, he has a perush on one of Rabbi Nachman's farms, Ephraim It says there was a year that, you know, remember, Reb Tzedek died in 1900. It's pretty wild. Even though he was a Talmud Muvak of the Ishbitzer, Rebbe Lebele Eger He met the Tzanzer Rabbi the Chidush Yarim. He died in 1900, so there were Breslavers from the last generation that died in like the 70s, in, in the 70s that knew, that remembered seeing Reb Tzadok and seeing Likutei Maran on his desk. So it, it was in his program, but he had his own, you know, he had his own mahalach. I found this paragraph to be the most, like, important paragraph of this teaching up until now. But let's continue. Ka like they say in the Gemara Ta'anit, tzadikim le'ora, v'yisharim l'simcha. Kmo shenemar, or zarua la What does it mean a light is planted for a tzadik? Ha'inu ke'inyan hazriya. Like when you plant something. Shem mitchilat einenu yodea od ma'yitzmach mizeh. They don't, when you plant something, you don't know what it's going to look like. But you know that something is happening right now. That's Rosh Hashanah. Something's being planted. It's in the ground. The truth is, Dafka, if you looked at it underground, you would think, oh my God, this is going to be a horrible year. Why? Because it's integrated. It's, it's dirt. It's, it's beneath the surface, you know. Yeah, it's beneath the surface. But something's planted. What's planted? The hitchatshut of God's word, na'aseh adam, is planted again in creation. And I'm not going to feel that right away. If you're waiting to feel like the hit of the briyah, I've had horrible Rosh Hashanahs like that. Amash, horrible Rosh Hashanahs like that. Aval. Simcha. So when does the Simcha happen? I don't want to just be okay with, like, okay, Tzadik doesn't feel anything, he's a Tzadik. But when does the Simcha happen? Uli Lev Simcha. At a certain point, when you let go of what you think you need to feel, but you held on to embracing and staying positive, your heart gets straightened. All the akmimut, all the crookedness of your heart, which is basically anyone that's just in a roller coaster of, a mo- of, of thinking that in a relationship with God is, a, is just about how much do I feel it all the time or not, like Dr. Jonathan Wizen came by yesterday and he always shares with me the greatest voice from Rav Amital, where someone came to him and said to him, you know, I, I don't know what to do, I'm here in the Machzik and I don't feel it. And Rav Amital said, why are you limiting, don't you think God can hear a tefillah of someone that's not feeling it either, but that wants to feel it? That's also Avodat Hashem, that's also a tefillah." <laughs> Simcha, kvar and then what ends up being born? Simcha in your heart. This, now we got to the second word. Shana tova. What's tova? A Tzadik's life. What? That's real good. Good living a life of purpose. The Tzadik lives a good life. Why? That he doesn't let his emotional energy take him off track. Because they know deep down inside, they know the secret of borrowed time, they know inside something that's higher than just emotional uh, connectivity. But what happens is, is the more I hold on to that, what, what ends up being born from that planting? Straightness of the heart, simcha, and then metikut, mar matuk. That which is bitter starts to be matuk. Listen, it's a bitter description when I don't feel, it's not like a Simchatik thing, it's not like the avoda is, let's see how hard you can keep dancing on Friday night in Shirat David when you absolutely feel nothing. That's not the goal. It's a heavy place to be in. But that's the beginning. That's, the, that's still our definition of Tov. That I'm still here, I am committed, I am in this, and I'm staying positive even if I don't feel it. But Rabbi Tzaddik says, don't kid yourself. You know what's going to happen. Hold on to that. Matok is going to come out of that. It's a mar feeling. I'm engaged with you. I'm, I'm committed to you, Hashem. It feels bitter. My life's not bitter because I'm not connected to you. In fact, I'm connected to you and, and, and it brings bitterness out. How could that be? Hashem says, listen, the imru tzaddik the tzaddikim, they have this in you and they have this that to hold on to this. Not, not just don't despair. Understand in this world, this is how I decided that things go. I've, uh, you know, uh, this feels absolutely ridiculous saying this in a room, w- in a room filled with with Be'ezot Hashem humans that have the potential to give, to bring birth in the world, and I don't. Um, but Yitzhak like Berdijever speaks about this as well in the Gdusha Slavi about that Isha B'Tzire'ah, the avoda isn't at that moment to say, let's see how holy I could be, and say, thank you Hashem, and smile. That's not... If you, if you set yourself up for that to be your, your level of Emunah, you miss the... Reb says, you're missing the, the program. Hamlachat Hashem is, that Hashem decided that this is the way that life comes into the world. That's crowning Hashem as a king. That's crowning Hashem as a king. Now, if you're able to be on this level of, of, of singing Tishbachos while, the, while this is happening, what, what could I say? But that's not, it's not the bar that, we, that we're... That's not the She'ifah. The She'ifah is to remember this is how Hashem designed Tzmichah. This is how Hashem designed Zriah and Tzmichah. The tzmicha is the metuka, The zriah is the tova. Shana tova umetuka means it should be a year of planting and of reaping. That's what it means. Or zarua. Zarua, zriah. Or zarua. To whom? Who's the zriah for? La tzadik. What's the tzadik? Reb tzadik says, what's his inyan? Embracement and Positivity. No matter what. It would be great to feel this. It's not what's happening now. Hashem, you're in here too. Like Reb Nasan writes throughout his letters, Alim la Trufa, based on Rabbi Nachman's teaching on the Pasuk from Tehillim, Batzar, here, Haftali. In the narrowness, you made it for me wider, which is the shofar. Listen, the shofar, the shape of the shofar is exactly what we said, Shana Tova, Umetuka. You hear that? It's very important. The shape of the shofar is this teaching, Shana tova, right? This little, little, tiny hole you have to plant something in there, and it's tsar, it's narrow. Umetukan at the end, what comes out, what sprouts forth, is, is Hashem matok. We're going to end with this. Now let's get back to the beginning. Dip the apple in the honey. Now let's get back to this. We can't forget this. Now this is why we eat an apple, dip an apple in the honey. Why are we uh, parabled? What's a better word? Compared. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Why are we likened to an apple? Af Israel Igdimu Lenishma. So an apple. What what's what's a very interesting thing about an apple? What does it mean over here? an apple kodem What does that mean? The fruit comes at first. The fruit comes at first? Before the leaves. Yes. Before the in its original state. <coughs> so too, that is basically what na'ase and Nishma is. You see, naase in the in the in the Torah that we're talking about right now, what is that word like to the word na'ase? Tzaddik and Tov, Nishma is compared to Metuka. Metuka. Okay. Ki na'ase peru haTov beot means goodness before i feel the sweet before i have the the good feeling of what this good should be bringing down to the world rakla sot ma sheyistave miyatzno yitbarach barachet bederech atola venishma uhaagashat tam bedivrei tora al yedei sheshoma umevin veniklat belibo ha'metikut besimcha uvetovtam batat vezeu perush nishma nishma is the feeling of the taste of divrei torah Meaning that you hear, you understand, and your heart becomes a receptacle, uh, uh, a khali kibul, a vessel of receiving for this sweetness to be and with and good, with good taste v'dat. V'zeh pirush nishma. V'zeh anyan remez This is what the apple is all about. Al bechinat atov, bechinat Bechinat imrud tzadik this, you see, Rav keeps on saying you're going to feel the simcha in your heart. Why does he keep on saying in your heart? Because if you don't go through the process of zri'ah, which means I can't really see what's going on over here, right? If that's what's happening in the beginning, you may feel simcha, but you know where it's not going to be? Live. We have a lot of semcha. We think we have semcha. Semcha in the heart is something else. What, is it, what does semcha in the heart look like as opposed to just regular semcha? You can imagine. It's a big, big difference. So Reb you keep on seeing over here when he speaks about semcha, Simcha sheba Simcha talev. the semcha of the heart means bring anything on, Hashem. There's something else that's happening. That's really my pulse. My pulse is besimcha, no matter what's going on. That's simcha balev. That's bringing the borrowed time from the future and everything we've said. We've said uh, until now. That's the eventual. That, that's what will happen as a toza of acting first like a tzaddik. So tzaddik says <laughs> basically. I know, you just wanted to hear someone say, <laughs> would have been much easier to just, like, okay. But everything, every one of our minhagim is basically immersed in rivers and rivers of depth and of meaning, of mamash so, a world of so much more. So I give us all a bracha that every one of us will have a shana tova, which seems a little bit... Um, it seems a little bit like, now I don't know if I want that, right? But that's the way, Hamlachat Hashem is, that's the way Hashem designed the world. You know, if, slicha, go one step for, before that. It should be a shana of malchut. Okay? It should be a shana of malchut of Hashem. <laughs> now when I say shana tova u'metuka, under the concept of malchut of Hashem, now we understand what it means. That the malchut of Hashem is, this is the way God designed the world. This is how life comes into the world. Life comes into the world. You, you have the zechus, holy z'chus of being so godly, bringing life into the world. Z'riah and S'micha. Im ru tzadik or zarua la tzadik, uli simcha. So therefore, in the world, where I'm basically living a life of hamlachat <speaking in> Hashem, <Hebrew> it should be a shana tova u-metuka. It should be matok, matok, matok. And bezratashem Hashem now, we'll add the Cholubavitch layer but tov Hanira also as well. Okay, Shana Tova, everyone. G'dyantiv, G'dyantiv. Tov is the path to the Matuk.